Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And today we are going to be talking about the sea urchin. And this is um, another episode where there are thousands of different kinds of species of sea urchin, but they are all pretty generally uh, similar enough to where we can talk about them as a whole. Um, but there are multiple different kinds, like a uh, sea urchin, when you think of it, I think of the, you know, spiky balls, like the purple sea urchin. Uh, but there are also different species like sand dollars, uh, which are like the flat shell-like things that you find on the beach. So uh, there are very different and there's a lot, but we're going to talk about them as a whole. So some fun names for the sea urchins that uh, some people might have heard. So the one is the sand dollar, like Julia mentioned. It's a very popular. Uh, another uh, popular name, nickname for it, the sea hedgehog, which I think you can kind of understand why it got that name. And then also sea biscuit for ones that aren't necessarily spiky, but kind of just look like a little biscuit. So sea urchins are found all over the world. Uh, they're one of a few creatures in the world that are found in all five oceans. So... Uh, Arctic and um, non-Arctic. They are found on rocky ocean floor and coral reefs. They tend to congregate more towards shallow water, but there are still some species of sea urchin that will go uh, very deep comparatively. And though they are found all over the world, the highest concentration of sea urchin populations are found in temperate and tropical ocean habitats. Uh, and these are the in the shallows up to 10 meters down where there's a bunch of plants and other things where they that they can eat. So like we mentioned with all the different species, you can imagine that they come in all different kinds of shape, sizes, and colors. So they can range anywhere from a black color to a bright pink or orange to reds and greens. I mean, any color you can think of, there's a sea urchin out there that is that color. And they can range in size from anywhere to an inch in diameter up to 14 inches in diameter. Uh, and on average, they weigh about one pound. And the actual body of the sea urchin is probably one of the most interesting things about it. So the bodies of the mature sea urchins contain five symmetrical sections, um, unlike mammals or like humans, which we have two where we're split down the middle and then symmetrical on both sides. And they are actually covered in um, spherical tests or shells. And these are what are actually covered in the spines or spikes that we uh, typically see on a sea urchin, uh, similar to a porcupine or a hedgehog, which is where it gets its nickname from. And they also do have feet. Uh, they actually have hundreds of feet, but they are so small that they move so slowly across the ocean floor. And another really cool characteristic thing about it is that they actually have no detectable eyes, uh, but experts and scientists uh, suspect that its entire body is a compound eye that is light sensitive. And like we've mentioned, there are many different kinds of sea urchin, and some of them are very identifiable. You can know almost immediately, like the purple sea urchin is probably one of the most common, and that's the one most people have in their heads it's the purple ball with spikes but then like i said there's the sand dollar where they do not have spikes they have tiny hairs all over the bodies and then there's also the pencil sea urchins and they have kind of rounded off spines and they're not sharp like others 
And then moving along to what it eats, the sea urchins are omnivores, which means they be, eat both uh, plant food and uh, meat. Uh, and these, it can be usually algae, fish, barnacles. It's basically whatever it finds on the seafloor because it's slowly walking along and its mouth is on the bottom, so it just eats whatever is on the And like most other small creatures in the ocean, the sea urchins are eaten by pretty much everything. Uh, you have fish, birds, crabs, sea otters, uh, lots of different... For example, there's the wolf eel, which is a uh, eel that is especially equipped to hunt and eat sea urchins in the northern hemisphere and then in regions like british columbia sea otters actually help to maintain the population of sea urchins because the sea urchin populations can blow up if not kept in and as julia mentioned they don't have any eyes but their whole body is thought to be a compound eye so how that kind of works when avoiding predators is they they can sense the shadow of the predator so if a fish swims above them and the shadow happens to cross over the sea urchin it, that means it it's it loses a little bit of light touching it for for a little bit, and then that's how it knows that oh something is swimming over top of them. So with these predators, they do have some defense mechanisms, mostly with the spikes on their body for the species that have them. But there are a few uh, species of these urchin that are also venomous. And then moving on into the mating patterns, there really is no courtship. They don't do anything special. Uh, s- females of some species will release eggs in onto the sea floor. And then the males will fertilize them as they pass over, releasing their sperm. But there are also females of other species that hold on to their eggs in their spines uh, rather than let them float around freely. And once the sea urchin actually does become pregnant, it takes about 12 hours for that egg to become an embryo. And then after that, the embryo will uh, float around as a larva, collecting microscopic food um, to nurture its growth until it uh, grows up to be an adult sea urchin. So it will take several months for this larva to be transformed into a fully developed sea urchin. And then after that, it will take a few more years to reach adulthood. And sea urchins typically lay 2 million eggs. And the life expectancy of sea urchins, because there are so many species, ranges anywhere from 15 years to 200 years. And because they are fairly simple creatures, there really is not a lot of behavior that goes on. Uh, Most of their life is pretty much eat and reproduce. That is their life. That is what they do. Uh, So there's not really any communication. There's no like society of sea urchins. They just tend to congregate in areas because that's where food is. And then again, with so many different types of sea urchins, when it comes to population size, it's hard to know exactly. Uh, you can't pin one sea urchin. What Some of them are doing very well. Some of them are near threatened. So we have least concerned and near threatened are the two big for a lot of different species. of. So for example, there was a study in Oregon that estimated that the purple species population on just one coastal reef in that area numbered around 350 million purple sea urchins in that reef. Now you might think, oh wow, that's really awesome that they were able to do that. It's actually not a good thing. That is a 10,000 fold increase in just a few years and is a really big indicator that there's uh, imbalance in the ecosystem in that area. And just like like we mentioned, uh, the species is thriving in that area, but meanwhile in the Mediterranean, the same species of the purple sea urchin is currently in a near-threatened state. So it really just depends on the sea urchin location um, and how well it can reproduce in that area. And the only reasons that uh, these sea urchins would be uh, near-threatened is uh, invasive fish species that eat the algae that the sea urchins also eat, um, as well as uh, rising uh, temperatures in the ocean because of climate change. 
And we do have a couple of fun facts on sea urchins. Uh, one is that the purple sea urchins can actually go dormant and survive with no food for years at a time. Another fun fact is that they do not have a single bone in their body. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, they have a hard shell covering, but they do not have any bones. We also mentioned that there are some species that are venomous. Um, there's actually a species called the flower urchin, uh, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, that contains deadly venom, which can actually kill a human. Something that may be a fun fact for us, but not really the sea urchins, is that sea urchins are a delicate dish for humans, and one of the most popular dishes is a sea urchin soup. And then the last fun fact we have for you is about the discovery of a sea urchin. So in 2006, a British marine biologist named Dr. Simon Copper saw a sea urchin for sale on eBay. Uh, it is one that they that uh, marine biologists have like had known about, but had not been identified yet. So because of this marine biologist seeing coming across this on eBay, they were able to identify a new species of sea urchin, and it was called the exquisite urchin. Thank you for tuning in on our episode about the sea urchin. It was kind of different from other animals that we've done, so I hoped you liked it. Tune in next week to where we talk about the fur de lance. I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.